You're listening to Supporting Siblings, where we share the experiences of our not-so-typical life as a brother and sister of individuals impacted by developmental disabilities. Here are your hosts, Larry and Laura. There we are. First episode of the new year. Hello, sister. Yeah. And brother. And John John. Here we are. We are here. First time this year we're recording and you're at Laura's. When was the last time you uh, you had a visit before this one? When was the last time you were here? Um, It was in December. December? Yeah. It was like either. I think you were here for a couple of hours on the 19th of December. 19th. You haven't been overnight since December 12th. Been a month. Mm -hmm. Are we sharing Mm -hmm. why? (laughs) We're going to skip. Why not? (laughs) What happened? How come we couldn't be together? Coronavirus here. Coronavirus. The whole house. Coronavirus. The whole house in Tennessee. Yep. Larry Larry and and I, 750 miles apart. Uh, Larry got it about a week before we did and then never saw each other. 750 miles apart. Yep. And then, and my family got it two days before Christmas. It, it was all that and coughing ripped. over the phone when we were talking yeah. and laughing at each other. Transmitted yeah. it through the 5G network. Went through my <laughs> whole household. Mary got it. You guys were sick. We were sick. Yeah. And who ended up in the hospital, John? Judy. Yeah, my yeah, daughter so. ended up in the hospital. And thankfully, she, she recovered. It was... Yeah. Well, we, we don't yeah. want to focus on COVID today. Yeah. We, we're sick of COVID and I'm sick We've and tired of it. We've it. all beat it. We've got antibodies yep. now. Let's just uh, back at it. And finally, uh, just, other than the uh, my nose going like a faucet still, I'm no, me pretty too. much back to normal. Pretty uh, yep. got the energy back and yep. rearing to go. We've been. I don't uh, have my sense of smell back fully yet, but if it's right under my nose, I can smell it. But it it takes time. It just it'll be time, and we beat it. And um, it but it, it really really created some havoc up here with you and I, didn't it? Because what yeah. what couldn't you do? Come over here. You couldn't come over yeah. here, so you couldn't couldn't even be with me at Christmas time. So that was two holidays that got ruined: Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. And then I couldn't see you for a good month because we wanted to keep it, keep you safe. Yeah. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Well, but now we're. Past. Yeah, we had to. I, I was really looking forward to us recording right there all together at the kitchen table. I was going to bring it all up there, bring my box yep. of microphones. and But nonetheless, things go the way they go. We had to cancel to a trip to Buffalo for the third yep. time this year, last year. Yep. Third yep. and final time, but uh, I don't know. We'll be up there sometime this year. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> but anyway, we could still do this, and uh, this is a new year. It's 2021, and uh, Laura and I kind of go back and forth a few days before the podcast and what we we're, what we're going to talk about, and we decided to each share a story or uh, something that, there's, that we're thankful about despite how lousy last year was, and um, anything good that uh, was a long-term benefit or just something could be anything as long as it was in the um, the thankful, positive, and realm. Did you come up right. with? You've been stewing about it. I have been. Then we were also going to share something about agape and how 
looking back into the years of agape and how how positiveness or gratefulness or how their pure spirits shown through with the developmentally disabled and how it um it has a positive effect on others and that's just a result of a pure spirit so yep did you come up with something I did. I mean, it wasn't, it, it isn't like a long involved story, but I was thinking back of some specific moments, you know, that maybe we had with John and Billy. Um, one moment with Billy was just recently. Um, I went over to visit him and, you know, usually when I come in there, um, I always have his McDonald's and his milkshake and, you know, he's always really happy to see all, you know, see me, but then he looks right at my hands to make sure I have the goods, I call them. Um, and usually we <laughs> the sit <goods>. down, <laughs> the goods, <laughs> those are the goods. Um, but this particular day, it was in October, and um, I had taken him his McDonald's. John was with me. We went to visit him. And, but because the weather was still, semi-okay we had to sit outside and when I say semi-okay it was about a 62 degree day it wasn't horrible here but it wasn't warm and we were outside on the patio which was in the shade so I was freezing I was not prepared I guess I thought that I could have sat inside but because of COVID and and you know they're trying to take precautions and if the weather was nice you were sitting outside so I didn't last as long as I usually do with Billy. Usually I try to give him at least an hour to an hour and a half of my undivided attention. Billy doesn't, he's not a, I, I mean, you know, he, he, he hits a threshold with, mm-hmm. with visits and you can tell when, the, when that threshold <laughs> is, you yeah, know, usually he's he, either telling you say goodbye yeah, or stiff you know, you. <laughs> yeah, stiff arms you. Yeah. He's had enough. You know, yeah. he doesn't want you in his face. He yeah. wants to go back to his chair. But I usually try to give them at least an hour to an hour and a half of my undivided attention. And um, this particular day, I was freezing. So I think probably 30 to 40 minutes had gone by. And, you know, I call these breakthrough moments with Billy because they don't happen very often. They're not, it isn't a regular part of his day where he, he, most of the conversation with Billy is things he wants you to repeat to him. Um, he, he speaks to you like he, he, if he wants something, he asks you in the form of a question. Like if he mm, says, do you yeah. want to watch Sesame Street? What he's trying to get you to say is the same thing back to him. So he can say, yeah, you know, um, but Larry, as clear as day, I stood up out of the chair, um, to, to probably get ready to go home. And he looked up at me. And it was one word and he like locked eyes with me and grabbed my arm and said, sit. And I couldn't believe it. Like he was basically telling me like, you're not leaving yet. I'm not done. You know, I don't, I'm not done with this visit. Um, I know that seems minuscule to probably the average listener, but it was one of those moments with Billy and they, they don't happen very often, but when they do, it is um, soul piercing because yeah. when he does it, it's you amazing. know that he's really trying to communicate something to you. And clearly he was communicating to me, I'm not ready for you to leave yet. 
<laughs> he just was oh, not ready to love that. that. Those I'm moments you. Really I mean, do it's... happen, and I've had experiences like that with him too, where just you know his heart shines through, and he's able to to actually form a complex sentence and yeah. or two, put them together, and right. Those are awesome moments, and it just it really touched me because honestly and truthfully, like you know, I've had moments with Billy like that, and they haven't been good, and very often it's when he's suffering. Um, you know, when he was, when he broke his hip, we had a moment like that. And I'll let, you know, like I said, they, they grabbed me into my soul because they don't happen very often. And so when they do happen, I know he's trying to get a point across or really communicate something. And this particular time, it was something so clear and he just clearly was trying to tell me, I don't want you to go. And so I shivered a little bit more and just tucked it out. And <laughs> when I got in the car, I blasted the heat. <laughs> um, and it was just touching and sweet. And um, that's the last time I've seen Billy. Um, I'm a, you know, I, I can't stand that I, well, no, I think I did see him in November. What am I thinking? I did see him in November. And then Christmas got ruined because of COVID. Um, so Billy is next on my agenda to go see. Um, I just don't know how it's going to work with, um, I can't sit outside in January. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. um, and then a moment I had with John where he has really just shown me how sweet he can be and how yeah. loving and, and, um, grateful he can be was just recently this past week yeah. I called him up returned a phone call you had made for me and he when I when he answered the phone we yeah. did, you know we were video chatting he was sobbing and I mean tears streaming Damn. down the face snorting sobbing and when I answered the phone and I saw that I said John what is wrong like what is the matter and I thought he was going to tell me the usual of, I miss our parents and loved ones. And, you know, I miss this person. It's usually what I get is I miss this person or I miss that person or I miss doing this or I miss doing that. John is very emotional sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, what he said to me was also something he has said very often, but... Um, we had a little chat about his sentence after he said it. And it was, I'm so proud that I have such a good family that takes such good care of me. Yeah. Yeah. I got that one too. That, that was sweet. And it was tears of joy. Ended up being tears of joy. <laughs> thankful. And so we're, I think you called me on that buddy. Yeah, didn't yeah. you? Do you remember John calling me, calling Laura with us with that? Yeah. yeah, he probably yeah, he does awesome. it for, you know, yeah. when he has something on his mind, he wants to let everybody around him know. And <laughs> so we had a little That's talk about his emotions because we work on those emotions because John can go from one extreme to the other in, emo- in the emotion category in about 2.4 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we said, that's a reason to be happy. And, I, you know, I, I tears of joy are a real thing. Um, but I want, you know, I said, when you cry, it makes me upset, right? Yeah. Why does it make me upset? 
I don't like to see you sad. Yeah. And I said, John, that's a reason for you to be happy and to be joyful and smiling because you have such a good family because not many people, there's a lot of people in the world that don't. Yeah. And so we talked about instead of crying when you call me and say that, I want you to call me and smile. Don't cry. Mm-hmm. It makes me, I think something's terribly wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. But genuinely, he is so sweet and so um, genuine, you know, like just wholeheartedly, um, he means it. You know, he really means it. You, you look know? like you're falling asleep sitting here. Yeah, this isn't your prime time, but. No, <laughs> I, I kind of did the math a, on the time. A, Speaking yeah. of time, let, let's let John John share for a minute and see where what opens up in you, man of a thousand words. How are yeah, you, brother? I don't know what we're gonna. What is something that that you've experienced or you that has happened to you that has been really nice lately? I clean the church. You clean the church. <laughs> Very good. All right, he was really actually happy about that. He said to me yesterday, I'm back to work. Yeah. And I said, what are you doing? Where? What? And he said, I clean. what church do you clean? Most this Precious Blood. Most Precious Blood. And what did you tell me that when you hmm. clean, you're what? Vacuuming. Uh-huh. Sleeping about the floors. That's right. And what did you tell me about who you're cleaning for? The Lord. He told me, I'm cleaning for the Lord. It's awesome. It's the little John, things, the simplest things. Bring you really joy. believe cleaning that church is, is is doing something special for the Lord, and I believe that. And I believe that God rewards you for, you know, for doing those things. But he was really happy about that. He was really happy about getting mm-hmm. meals on wheels. Yeah. Who do you deliver meals on wheels to? Elderly. The elderly people. Where do they live? In Angola. In Angola. And how many people do you think you deliver meals to every day? Give me a guess of a, of a number. Oh, 15. Ooh, that's a lot. That's a lot of meals. Yeah. Are they happy to see you? Oh, yeah. Do they know your name? No. Oh, they don't? Do you? Do you take them to their houses or do you just leave them at the door? Take them to their houses. Do you go in and drop them off? How does that work? I'm just, explain to me how that works. Um, I drop them off. Do you see the people? <laughs> I see them. You do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Very good. You just went like this, Blair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I've gotten a few calls, you know, when when, uh, John's laugh trigger is really, really small. Like he'll see Yoda run across the ground and you'll burst out (laughs) laughing. And then there's the other times where I've got the calls where you're upset. And I got the same call about uh, the thankfulness for just who we were. And um, boy, did that flip me around. A lot of times I'm working on if it's. John, John, when we're talking and I see that you're sad, especially when it's about mom and dad and grandma and all the grand, all our family members that we've lost. Sometimes it takes a lot of work to get you to laugh, but I always get them to flip before it's over, before we hang up. Yeah, me too. Me too. If you're having a bad day, you you just help cheer someone up and 
you're kind of forced okay. into flipping your approach at whatever thing you're going through at the moment. That's I kind of right. realized that after the fact, John, John, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Those times, you know, sometimes once a day is good though. Four a day gets. <laughs> mm-hmm. John, John sometimes it's much. He calls me two times a day. What time? Roughly. Before, before dinner. Okay, before dinner, <laughs> which is usually about what time? We've had about four o'clock, and then and then what time do you call me after? Eight o'clock, and that's after what? Jeopardy. After Jeopardy, I tell him, wait till Jeopardy's over. I want to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but that's... then we talk twice a day, and usually when we talk at four o'clock, we talk about our day and what you have for lunch, and what are you having for dinner, and what am I having for dinner, and then you know? after dinner, when it's eight o'clock, we talk about how was dinner. Did you watch your shows? Mm-hmm. Are you going to take your shower? How's Sarah? Did she so, take her and poo-poos? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She took care of Sarah. Did she eat her dinner? Yeah. Yeah. And then we say good night and repeat it all again the next a, day. Kind of a new routine, yeah. <laughs> Rewind routine play. last year. But <laughs> so John, two things that I'm very thankful about even despite last year. Well, one of them is our trip to California. Boy, oh boy, if we didn't go when we did, God knows when we would have made it back out to that state because it's a mess out there. People can't even uh, go out to eat, not, nothing. So that, that state is what it is. But we would have, our timing was like perfect. We got home just before all this happened. So to everyone that helped make that happen, that that's uh, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, it was it was a great time and nice time with our cousin Jason and Uncle Dan and um, seeing beautiful California. Lucky. And then right at the same time, we closed on our home and and um, uh, once the uh, the the coat you know the restrictions set in and we were all under the initial lockdown, Mary started working from home, and uh, we knew what we were getting into moving out as far as we did. Just decided that we wanted what we wanted despite longer drives. But it was about a three-hour-a-day commute for Mary because it was about 30 minutes to the train, 40 minutes on the train downtown, 20-minute walk. Once we started to realize it looked like the rest of the year she was going to be home, we we had that extra time together, and there was a lot of healing in our marriage and a growth and, and a connection and got some animals and we're able to put the time into that as a team and that's kind of become her morning commute is going out there in the morning. And we also created a very nice peaceful place here. We have had some gatherings, some friends and musicians and um, a lot of the sanctuary people, um, the um, what I've been a part of down here in Nashville for 20 years. And it was, a, it was an enormous place of recharge. People would leave here feeling spiritually energized. I had like uh, Jim Laverty was here for Fish Fest and and a campfire we had and during the planning and he came back to me he said Larry that land's anointed and you know the date when we moved wow. into this place before we um, moved in set one foot in this property J- uh, our friend Jamie went around and and uh, anointed this house with oil and we prayed over the land and dedicated it to him and 
And it was a journey from then when we moved in until we closed at the end of February. So, um, it, but uh, that that's what I'm thankful for that um, that extra time was put right back into us and our new home. And um, so I'm thankful for that that part of it. Um, slowed us, awesome. it slowed us down a little bit. Yeah, you know, I, I, there's a um, you know a lot of shows didn't happen. I mean, we, um, there was so much that was supposed to happen last year, but I was in the, uh, the podcast convention. I was going to be interviewing some form, uh, 80s metal band heads. And I was on the interview panel and I was going to be hopefully big growth for my metal podcast, all that. And then just, it all rug came out with all of it, Yep. but, uh, slowing down and, um, a lot of musicians were planning on going out on tour. Well, they all wrote music for six months they were you know yeah. inspired so you know these are kind of the the unexpected positive effects of of being you know what happened with the pandemic yeah um, it's been a challenge but there have been some quiet you know blessings in the midst of it all he, he wants to come down he's very itchy to yeah travel. i know you are john i can't wait well, for you to see it we're we're so talking we're, in the spring here you're getting vaccinated right you had one in your wrist for your arthritis. <laughs> one in your wrist for your arthritis. One for COVID. One for COVID. And when do you get your next COVID shot? Two weeks. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. February. Yeah. I believe it's February 2nd that he's mm-hmm. getting his second one. And and so that makes us feel a lot more comfortable about him being able to travel. And we're yeah. waiting to see if, you know, if numbers come down because of the vaccinations and we'll see if, you know, some travel restrictions are lifted. But um, John is very anxious to come to Nashville. Uh, no kidding. Well, there's a, there's really a nice right. spare room right across the hall and uh, feeding time is 7.15. Yeah. <laughs> will you get up and help Larry feed the animals this quarter after seven? Yeah. He will. He will, Larry. I know he, he will. He absolutely will. I He absolutely will. You're going to love it here, John. Today, I can't wait. We kind of did over. have a, dis- a discussion about Chris and him coming together, depending on your travel yeah. plans for spring break. So that's, that's well, kind of our wait and see. Funny you, you know? mentioned that. Funny you mentioned that. We, we've had some hard discussion about it, and I believe that we're going to postpone the trip. Um, to possibly, you know, later date this year. I, I, it's mostly for me, it has to do with work and the, the New York state travel requirements, what would have to happen when I came back. And it's just not feasible at, you know, in the middle of a school year and as difficult as this school year has been with disruption. So we've just decided to postpone and um, take it at a time when there's no stress um so looks like the rest of the year we're just we're, we're kind of like you know what we're waiting for those numbers to come down a little bit and we've all kind of after this covid infection although yes we have the antibodies um i would be remiss to say that i wasn't thankful for the fact that my daughter survived because oh, out yeah. of all of us she, she, she was really suffered. oh my god she really oh, suffered with mm-hmm. it she was in the hospital for a week and um, you know, received plasma treatment. So, you know, one of the things I, that I'm going to do to pay it forward is I am so, so grateful for the two strange people that we don't even know 
that donated their plasma to give her antibodies to fight it. Um, that was the thing that really turned the cor- helped her turn the corner. So I'm going to donate some antibodies, um, you know, or some plasma so that the antibodies are in there because we were infected. But, um, you know, just it's okay. I guess, you know, we didn't want to talk about COVID, but in spite of COVID, these things that we've experienced have created a heightened awareness and level of thankfulness that maybe we didn't feel before, you know? Right. Um, you know, I think that, that things have really, <laughs> look at that, look at, look at, yeah. <laughs> just so uh, you're, that's the, why, the, yeah, that was a nose to nose. Listening audience, yeah. John went nose to nose yeah, with nose me. Nose. He goes nose to nose with me and Purple circle like that. Drops. <laughs> hey, you know, John, we didn't uh, we didn't cover this when I was in the studio. I like looked up at the clock. I try to keep in. Uh, I'm in the studio, so what? Time? Yeah, two minutes to midnight. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back and wrap up this episode. Um, uh, I have uh, one more thing that uh, I, w- I was going to share about being thankful and looking back at uh, at our families and Agape and uh, closing <laughs> thoughts. Oh, what was that? <laughs> that was, he's done. Uh, he's done? No, you can, you can be all right. done. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah, he's going to spell out. He's tired. It's nap time. Well, we'll be right back with Supporting Siblings. Take a look at our website, SupportingSiblings.com. You can listen, subscribe, and check out Laura's blog. And uh, we're in a new year, 2021 here. I want to really try and stay at least on uh, every other week schedule uh, if we can. Because last year, even though we did slow down, our recording slowed down. And I just think, you know, you think that we would have recorded more. But um, yeah, I went through a few things medically, too, and yeah. it was like every quarter there was some major thing, heart attack, and then the tick thing, and I don't even want to talk about it. It's last year. I know. Sick of I it. just feel like the more we talk about the <laughs> negative, it, it, yeah. it, it gives credence to it, and I'm just, well, you know, I'm so, it, it, it's been, ah, it was like walking through a fiery furnace, but we've made it through. That's and it. um I'll tell you, I'm going to toot my own horn a little bit. Less About four days ago, I had major oral surgery, uh, yep. bone graft and all that, getting implants. And uh, that's like a nine-month process that I was supposed to do last July um, and never did because of all the other things. So I finally did that, and I, I think I sound okay today. I have stitches in my mouth. My jaw hurts. I'm... I'm still eating pudding, <laughs> pretty much eating pudding and soup and egg salad. A couple more days of that, but no, no chicken wings during the Bills game tonight. I can okay. tell you that. Yeah, I'll be going with the soft version. But uh, I'm we'll, not eating chicken wings either. I'm on, you know, my yeah. my digestive system is angry, so <laughs> we don't we don't a- aggravate it if we don't have to. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back with our final episode, final segment, Supporting Siblings. And we're back, SupportingSiblings.com. Make sure you go and subscribe and share this with your friends, and um, we hope that uh, we... we, uh, touch your heart today with a little bit of joy and some uplifting experiences that uh, the fish family has uh i lost you laura 
poor connection. Well, I lost my sister, so um, let's see what's going on here. We might have to call back. I'll call her back here. That's about it. Things pop up in our lives. We just we just jam right through. There we okay. go. You back? Yeah, you froze. <laughs> I look over at you like, and <laughs> it said poor connection. Uh, and we're back. Last segment of supporting siblings. Um, reach out to us. Go to supporting siblings.com and your thoughts, Lord. Do you have anything closing? I think. Um, oh, we lost her again. I guess we're closing. We lost her. Well, I guess that's it. I'm going to say, oh, there she goes. All right. Well, that's it. We're going to, I'm going to call it. I'm going to say, we're done. My mouth hurts. Um, Thanks so much for listening. And uh, we'll be back soon with another episode of Supporting Siblings. Hey, you want to make the world a better place? Commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and invite you to share your stories and write to us at a not so typical at gmail.com or visit supporting sibs.transistor.fm and connect with us on all our socials.